and in three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Frozzy Shone. I am always your host, Jason Flynn. And this is a podcast all about Frosinone Calcio, the best little team in Italy, or dare I say, the world. And I'm joined by my co-host uh, throughout the past season here on the Frosty Shone. This is the season finale, by the way. Dun, 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 dun. This is the season finale of the Frosty Shone. Um, it's our season review for 2019-2020 and our season preview for 2020-2021. How many times can a person say 20 in a few seconds? I'm joined by my co-host Enzo Patriarca. Enzo, hello. Hello, Jason. Well, well, well. Yeah, we're here. We're here at the end of the at the end of the season. The long season. Oh, it's been the longest season ever. Uh, there hasn't been this much disruption to Italian football since uh, the Second World War. Yeah. Um, and luckily, this hasn't been quite as bad. No, it was good. I think. Yeah, I suppose it's been. How are you feeling? Sorry, how are you feeling? Yeah, I'm feeling good. Are you? We haven't heard from each other in a long yeah, time. I know, well, we've, sorry. we've been doing it. If we've seen seen each other, but the listeners haven't heard from us in a long time. How are you? Last time we heard, we had new jobs. Yeah, we just got our new jobs. We're now two weeks in. Yeah, two weeks into our new jobs. I'm I'm loving life. I'm having a fine time. S- yeah, settled back into my old role. A few new, like I've new, do a new shit, but the same shit, you know. Yeah, you're going back to a, a place you used to work. Yeah, hmm. it's good. Um, the season. I think, yeah, I finished the day before I started work. It was the Sunday, maybe. Right. Um, bittersweet. Frazzinone did not get yeah. into Syria. But they came so close. So close. We had a disaster post-COVID, post-lockdown. We had a disastrous run until the playoffs came around. And then we remembered, oh, we're actually we're good. We're very good. I mean, we made every single game was an uphill task, which I kind of enjoyed. We re- like. Yeah. I don't think Frazzinone could have made us suffer any more without getting promoted than they did this season. It was it was a th- almost a thing of, of beauty. It was like Sisyphus pushing the boulder up the hill and watching it roll back down again. You know, there yeah. was something mythological or something legendary about the It really was. Thing. Like we, you know, we we put ourselves in it. We, we, we started in second place just before lockdown. Before yeah. they removed the fans, we were in second place. Yeah. By the time the, se- the regular season was over, we were in eighth place, the final playoff place. Yeah. Which in Italy means... You need to win your playoff games. You can't draw them. Yes. Right? So we went into there's shit no Adela. There's no penalties. There's nothing like that. There's nothing. We go to shit Adela. We're 2-0 down in the first half. Mm. We need to get two goals back to get it to extra time. What's going on? You're getting emotional. <laughs> just, oh, you're sneezing. You're sneezing. And I'm yeah. emotional. Um, We did it. We got to extra time. And then it was the last second. One of the, the highlights of the season, I would say. The highlight yeah. of the season. The last second of extra time, a long throw and went in. And we all seen the channel goal. And, and you was all seen and loved our video our, our reaction. video reaction if you haven't seen that check it out on our social media pages for the fuzzy show now enzo and i going absolutely mental when uh, camilo chano bangs in that volley uh the from 121st minute 121st minute from about 25 yards maybe or something like that craziness Um it was brilliant and um and that galvanized the group we felt the group being also the group being the team both both it galvanized the entire family Community. to say we can do this yeah so we went then to portanoni portanoni came to us mm and we were very unfortunate to Portland lose Portland attempted to do a double promotion. Yeah, not going to happen. It was never going to happen. They came to us. They got the goal. We lost 1-0 in the first game. That was upsetting. That really... It seemed at that point, again, the nail was in the coffin. Similar yeah, to being 2-0 It's all down. over. It's over. We have to go to Portland and win away from home. Yeah. 2-0. Not going to happen. We did it. Camilo Chano starting after his beautiful uh, 
display in the in the previous away game against Shitadella. Yeah. He started, got an early goal, then Novakovic got what was the winner. And we set up shop and then it was that's it. We're in the final somehow against Spezia. Against Spezia. The listeners will remember we we had a last thing our last episode was we're going to the final. That was the yeah. last thing we recorded. Um and Spezia I think just outplayed us over the two, I felt. No. You didn't think so? No, they what what happened? We the home game was one nil again. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, I think it was. Let me just check because I, I I feel like I I no I think we lost did we no I can't imagine losing one nil twice did we <laughs> was it two one I don't know I'm gonna check because uh, apologies to listeners of course we should know this stuff but at that time it was we were in a kind of a whirlwind situation with Frozen Orange. there seemed to be playoff games all the time we were trying to cover it we were trying to start a different podcast at the same time yeah it was two we we got beaten one nil and then we beat them one nil yeah. So I finished one all in aggregate and we just went through because of the cruel rules. Yeah. I don't think you should have the seeding in the final of the playoffs. No, I agree. I think you get to the final, there should be a, a sense of merit. I found out why it didn't go to extra time because the Shitadella game did. The Shitadella game went to extra time because there was only one leg. So it would make no sense for one game to be a 90-minute game and the other game potentially 120 minutes. Ah, okay. So that does make sense. Yeah. Um, it was the, just the second leg. We showed up and we played well. That's the thing. They, they outplayed us in the first leg. Paganini made a mistake. I don't want to highlight that, but that's where we conceded the goal. Second leg, we got our goal. Brilliant goal from Roden. Brilliant assist from Chano, if you remember yeah. that. Uh, Novakovic involved in that build-up too. And it was just a case of like, it wasn't... For me, over the two legs, it was a draw. Like, you know, the yeah. score was a draw. And who knows and what would have happened if we'd had extra time, if we'd had penalties. If there wasn't Seedon. Because like, Seedon made us play in a specific way, which arguably did help us because we didn't... We had to go for it. Yeah. For me, we kind of fucked it up in in the first leg. Second leg, we it was an amazing game. We could have easily, but it always just felt watching the second leg that it sh- it should come, but it just it wasn't. We didn't have the Anisi. No, for that second leg, there was, there was that moment with Citro where Channel put him through, and, and he and, handballed and it back. And you felt if it was the Anisi, it would have been a goal. Yeah, it was for me. That game could be played ten times, and the outcome each time you wouldn't know which way it yeah, would go. Yeah, so. Yeah. It was so bittersweet because it was so close. Like for them, they lost one nil, didn't look too comfortable, and then they got to celebrate with a trophy and they were promoted. Like it was, it was an exciting game. There was there was and a moment to go to Syria and get spanked every week. Yeah, fucked them, fucked them. Says me. There was a moment where Bigetto had a had a, a chance to score near the start of the game. But listen, it's bittersweet. We put ourselves in a bad position. I think we we're gonna benefit hugely from having the fans back in the stadium. Maybe more than anybody. Yeah, we we don't lose two home games 1-0 in the playoffs if we have fans in that stadium absolutely not so, so we need to get this, the, the fans back into the into the fortress that is the stadium we need to start by ASAP if any Frozzy Shoney listener is able to find a cure to the coronavirus we need it for the sake of for the, the sake of the podcast um, so right so that's your, I, I, I think our, can I say this I think our audio is all over maybe not no we're okay we're okay can I say this yeah after lockdown no fans we, we went to the free fall even though the playoffs ultimately ended with heartbreak and definitely took at least four to five years off our lives just with the stress. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it left, I say bittersweet, it end, kind of, even though it ended sadly, you look at it, like I look at this season and it's, there's so many good memories. Yeah, I think it, what this, the free fall between the, or between the resumption of football and, and the end of the regular season, that was really something that left a sour taste in our mouths. Yeah. And I can now look back at this season and certainly you can even track it on the podcast 
like there were some weeks where I was doing solo shows there and it was just dire like you know it was just like some some real rants going on but I I think what the playoffs did was and I think the team was acutely aware of this at the time it restored some pride to the name some pride to the team and it was like yeah we we just it didn't break our way but you know what we are lions it was that kind of thing yeah. of like because you know it's all like because we have the symbol of the lions and the leone and all stuff you're kind of like it's very easy to be like if it's very easy to feel like you're not living up to that yeah but they the lads really showed us that they were playing for the badge at the end i know it's all cliche but they're playing for the badge to show commitment and they showed their talent and it's like okay this season didn't go away we go again whereas if i, I felt if we had to just say finish ninth or if we had have just uh, lost. Yeah, we scraped into eighth place as well yeah. with the penalty. But like, yeah, if we had a loss against Shitadella, I just think we would have just looked at the group as the kind of underachievers, a terrible season, so uncomfortable. Nesta probably wouldn't have stayed. No. I think they showed a lot. They, they, yeah, they restored pride. I think that's the best way to go with it. They restored pride and they kind of gave us happy moments. Finishing eighth, a disaster. Getting to the final of the playoffs, incredible, you know? Yeah, because we weren't guaranteed to get in the final of the playoffs if we finished third. And for ourselves personally, yeah. on the show and our listeners, we beat Shitadella. Yeah, the Fuzzy, Fuzzy Shone's great rivals. And then we went and we stopped Portanone from doing a double promotion. These so are that, the teams we've been dunking on all season. Yeah, so that was, there was a lot of enjoyment got there. Listen, Spezia, I'm not even going to say they won up those. They just finished higher in the regular season. You yeah. know, that's it. I think their, uh, their manager now, Italiano, he has, which is weird that that's his name, but uh, I guess Stephen Ireland. Okay. Um, but Italiano, he he has now gotten um, three consecutive promotions through playoffs. He keeps getting promoted with a team, and then another team hires him, and then he gets promoted. You think he's had three different promotions the last three years with three different teams? Well, if Ness doesn't work out, <laughs> so we'll get him. Uh, so we have to do a few little things here, and so just to wrap up the season on the show, yeah, uh, we have to talk about um. The, our player of the season, the Fuzzy Shone player of the season. This we had Brandon from BCHD Gaming on. He actually suggested that we need to give out awards okay. for the end of the season. So thanks to Brandon, who has become our kind of associate producer <laughs> on the show. Um, so the Fuzzy Shone, the inaugural Fuzzy Shone player of the season, and the nominees are Alessandro Salvi, Billy Big Balls, aka Billy Big Balls, Camilo Chano, the hero, the talisman. The Golden Child, Marcus Roden, Frank Lampard, the Swedish Frank Lampard, played in the World Cup, played in the World Cup and a Champions League. Oof! And he's made some big difference. I now Enzo. So we have Salvi, Chano, and Roden. One of these three is going to be named the Frosty Shone uh, Player of the Year. Let's go through them one by one. Okay. Salvi, uh, you may remember at the start of the season, I got confused. I thought Salvi was a young rookie. No. Remember that? Yeah, I remember. No, I remember. Yeah. He's not. He's not. He's a 26-year-old man. He's played for Palermo. I think he's older than that. I'm not going <laughs> 28, maybe? Maybe 31. I don't know. Anyway, he's an experienced player. We destroyed Palermo's whole life, and then we took Salvi from the ashes of their club. We rescued him, and as the fire burned down around his ears, and uh, he came and um, was an amazing performer all season. I speak on Salvi. I don't know. You know, I'm Billy Big Balls. He came in. He shored up the defense. Yeah. But he, he gave so much going forward as well. Yeah. In the playoffs, we've seen him play on the left. He got a goal from the left. So, I mean, at, listen, if you listen back to the, the season preview at the start, we had so much. We were, we were naming the players, the talismans. Paganini was one of the main men. We thought Paganini's going to be a key player. And Salvi benched him, outperformed him, 
uh, provided the attack and threat and shored up the defense. It was a and huge was, part of the, sorry, the nine game run or six, I don't know. Yeah, remember. maybe six or seven. The one nails, the one nails, the one nails. So huge, huge performance by him. I, I thought Savvy was, was just amazing throughout the season. And, and we gave him some grief. We say, oh, Billy Big Balls. Because he was feeling himself, but you know what? Yeah, he thought he was all that, but he was all that. He was all that, yeah. So I think Salvi, to come into a new club um, and to play like that, we had never considered that, because we were like, okay, right wing back, you're either looking at Zampano, who's really best in the back four and defence only, or you're looking at Paganini, who is... A wild man going forward. A wild man going forward, can't defend, yeah. may give away crucial goals. I mean, he gave away the, the, the crucial goal at home to Spezia, and then Salvi was on the left. Salvi was so talented that him being, a, like, Nesta feeling comfortable putting him on the left, fucked us up on the right hand side like there's no reason why Baguetto shouldn't have started on the left yeah. Salvi on the right we would have been promoted says me well look we can, I'm we can argue the, all that all day but Salvi great great performances all season very impressive in a competitive position um, and a very difficult position ran his heart out most of the time and and made a difference at both ends of the pitch strong strong nominee for Frosichone yeah. player of the year our next nominee is who else Camilo Chap. oh sorry who <laughs> Enzo's phone dropped for anyone who heard a big bang there. Camilo Chano. Yep. What what can we say about this man that hasn't already been said? You can keep your, you know, it looks like Lionel Messi staying at Barcelona. Mm. And Pep Guardiola's at Man City saying, I thought I was going to get Messi. Now what do I do? Look no further, Pep. Because we have a little man here in Frosinone, Camilo Chano. What can you say about this guy? He's he's the hero of Shitadella. Yeah. He's... Um, he set the ball rolling against Portanone. Said the... Yeah. And he honestly, but for Citro handling the ball and you know not getting, like he he could have literally dr- dragged us to Serie A. Like he yeah. was, it was no fault of his own, you know. No, uh, he's had his difficulties this season. He's been in and out of the team. Nesta's kind of struggled to find a place for him. Place for him in the in the three five two. But at the end of the day, once once it came to the clutch games and we needed something, he was the man. Yeah, coming in, starting, playing. Um. So Chano, I think, just for his performances all season and for his. I would say we're giving Chano the nomination not because necessarily what he's what he's done all season or what he's done every game, but it's for that moment against Shiradella. It's for the feeling when he's on the pitch. It's yeah, the the performances in the playoffs really. That's when he shined. Yeah. So Camilo Chano arguably could be a nominee every year. You yeah. know. Um. But uh, I remember when they were talking about uh, last year or the year before. I think I talked about this on the podcast before with uh, Jurgen Klopp at the Ballon d'Or. Yeah, to talk about this audition. Uh, this show uh, was on a different podcast. Could say it. I want to hear. It. I don't remember. Okay, so Jurgen Klopp was at the Ballon d'Or awards, and Van Dijk was nominated, and Messi was nominated, and uh, they said, "Who do you think should win the Ballon d'Or?" And he said, um, "If you want to give it to the best player of his generation, give it to Messi. If you want to give it to the player who's done the most this year, give it to Van Dijk." And that's kind of how I feel about. Uh, Camilo Chano being nominated for the Frosinone Player of the Year award. It's like it you're giving it to him not necessarily for what he does every game, but for the feeling that he gives the fans and for the clutch moments. Yeah. I, I we can't underestimate that goal against Shitadella. That was as clutch as like there's so get any that's that's the no, Hail Mary. That's a Hail Mary literally. It's on the volley oh at the edge of the box. Like world class players will mess that up. You know what I mean? That was such a moment. It's not even something. It's not even a. It's not even a skill so much as just a. 
I mean, it is obviously a skill, but it's like a... a it's natural talent, though. It's natural though. talent. And if you were writing a movie, say... Yeah. If you were writing a movie and, and it ended with a goal like that, um, probably the producer of the movie would say, that's a bit unbelievable. Yeah, come it's on. It's a little bit cheesy. Like That's one of the things I was saying. Had we got promoted this year, I honestly think you could have just cut the very last game of the season and then the playoffs, and that a documentary should have been made about it. Yeah. Because of literally, I've never seen a team get so far, having like made it so hard for themselves, constantly bouncing back. Disgusted we didn't go up, to be honest, because it would have been beautiful. But you know, Camilo Chano, that moment, definitely the moment of the season. Mm. Um. Then another one, the next one was another guy who came into the team this season. Um, one of the young boys. One of the, he's not that young. No, but in terms of new. Oh, in terms of yeah, 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 yeah. He's uh, Marcus Roden, the Swedish Frank Lampard. We've talked about him a lot. We've written a song about him. We've yeah, sung man. about him. He's a cult figure. He's a, he's, a, he's absolutely a cult figure. Um, and he's played, I don't have the stats here at the hand, but he's gotten a number of goals and assists this season. And the performances have just been at a new level Yeah. when he's he's playing. And he's changed up his role in the playoffs as well. He had more of a free role. Moved to like a number 10 position. He was all on the left wing. You know, yeah. he, he scored the goal in the playoff final away to Spezia. Like, that's that was clutch as well. And he, sc- he scored a number of goals uh, in the 1-0 win around yeah. there. And he Important just, goals. He wasn't quite sure of his role again. And the team settled. But he was a reliable figure. And and it's one of those things. He had that kind of thing about him, like Frank Lampard, like an Aryan Robin, where it's like, you know what he's going to do. He's gonna give up. He's gonna give and go. He's gonna make a late run into the box, and he's gonna finish it. But you can't stop him. You know, you know what he's gonna do, but you can't stop it. So it's kind of just this beautiful thing. The 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 unstoppable force um, of Marcus Roden met the immovable object of the <laughs> Serie B playoffs, and kind of like a, a real kind of uh, physics thing going on. Um, so we have to make a decision, Enzo. Yep. Um. I don't know. I'm torn. I'm torn. I'm torn, but I, I have my pick. You have your pick? I do. Okay. Now, hang on. How does this work? We haven't discussed this before the show. Do we both give a pick or do we agree? Who are you, who are you saying? Who are you saying? And I'll tell you if I'm happy to give it to him. I'm giving it to Billy Big Balls. Wow. I'm giving it to Salvi. I don't think... I think, obviously, Chano loved what he did. He didn't have a great season by his own standards. Mm. So they can't give it to him. So it's a toss-up between him and Marcus Roden. I think if Tabanelli's fit, we can get away with Marcus Roden not being in the team. Like if he's injured yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just felt any time we were missing Salvi on the right-hand side. The levels dropped. Completely. The levels dropped. The defensive level dropped, which was the most important thing for me. Like we, The conceding of goals. And then he was always popping up in clutch moments to score goals too. So for me, he kind of... I think our team, for a lot of, like for a lot of the year, we struggled to create chances. We, yeah, we, Bardi, even though we'll get to him, but we'll talk about Bardi in a minute. Yeah, we'll get to that, but he shored up the back, he helped us get the clean sheets, and he was comfortable on the ball. I can't, he really did galvanize a team that for a lot of the time Nesta didn't know who his best 11 was, didn't know the formation. We couldn't really create chances for our strikers, so he just became a key figure. He kept the goals from going in, and then that allowed the 1 0 wins to kind of roll in. So for me, it's him. And it's kind of funny that we took Palermo's player, and he was our player this season. So, ladies and gentlemen, Please you, put your hands together. You agree with it? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to just do the start again. Sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for the inaugural Frozzy Shone Player of the Year, Mr. Billy Big Balls himself, Alessandro Salvi. 
congratulations to Mr. Salvi, and we hope he continues his good work uh, next season. Now, Enzo, a couple of other players here to talk about. Yeah. Francesco Bardi. Mm. Uh, he was having a party at he one point. He was having a party, then he was he, the party was over. Very much so. Very much so, and it was it was terrible. It was more like a funeral than a party at certain points. Uh, but he was awarded. <laughs> <laughs> you say it so quizzically. <laughs> but strangely, he was awarded the Serie B goalkeeper of the season award. Yeah. What what is that about? What's going on? That's just that run that we were on when he was having he a party. He kept the most clean sheets, I suppose. Yeah, he, he broke a record for minutes, I think. Yeah. But yeah, apart from that, what he wasn't. I felt like it had very little to do with him. It was, yeah. I'm giving that to Salvi. Yeah, yeah. I mean, goalkeeper of the year. The defense, <laughs> the defense throughout the season, obviously under Nestor's tutelage, was very solid. Briganti, Ayado, um, uh, Kranich. Who's that? Capuano. Capuano. Yeah, we got injured, and then Kranich came in, was good. Um, Briganti throughout the playoffs was everywhere. Oh. He's just running around the place like a bull in a china shop. Um, but yeah, Bardi got goalkeeper of the season, and. I'm a little bit disappointed because it means he's definitely going to be between the sticks next season for us. Yeah, and it's like it's almost disrespectful to all the other goalkeepers. Why can't we get this man out of the goal? <laughs> he's he's going to be here for for another year at least. Um, he's like our Buffon, isn't he? He's like he wants to get promoted to Serie A. It's like Buffon, how he wants to win the Champions League. Yeah, he wants to be in the because when we got promoted, it was Vigorito in goal. So yeah. he's like, I want to be in goal for. And it's like, but no. you're the reason we're not getting yeah, promoted. It, it's like it's the impossible thing. He made like, one very clutch save. Against Spezia. Yeah, 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 yeah. That header that he... Oh, that was brilliant. Yeah. Maybe he made two. I think he saved one against Portnoni late as well from a corner. Yeah. So listen, do you know what? But a couple of reflex saves. That's not what they gave him the award. Yeah, no. Listen, he's going to be in the sticks next year. Let's just hope our defense stays strong. Okay. And then I want to talk about... Obviously, there's loads of players we didn't really mention here. Haas really improved over the course of the season. Um, Dionisi didn't really perform to the levels expected. Ardemani... Didn't do anything. Didn't do anything. Citro didn't play, and when he did play, he handballed in the final of the playoffs <laughs> or whatever. Uh, well, funny we had Trotta. Yeah. He's uh, back now. Trotta's back. We're our, we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, right. Um, and then we had... Uh, Novakovic. Novakovic. Now, Novakovic, you want to give an award to, because number one, best Frozzy, best Frozzy Nonet player to appear to appear on the Frozzy Show. You can give season. him best guest. Best guest. I mean, it's a bit sad for Brandon, but Brandon, you can. Oh, I feel so bad for Brandon. Don't don't narrow it down to the best player. That's you okay. Know. Brandon, we're sorry. Uh, we are John Nellis, we're sorry. Um, Hunter from uh, Bush and Gladbach, we're sorry. Uh, but best guest this season on the Frozzy Shone has to be Andrea Novakovic. <laughs> the Frozzy Shone number eighteen, the American striker. Um, he's a. Uh, He's one of a kind, this fella. Yeah, I really hope he stays. I hope he stays as well. I actually think he's probably our most exciting player for next season. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Like he, in fairness to him, like we had Chano, we had uh, Dionisi. He was the first kind of striker on the team he sheet. Was so first name of the team, him and Bardi every yeah. every week. And obviously, like Chano's assist against Portnoni was, um, or against Spezia, I think it was, was fantastic. But that that started with a flick from from our big man. Yeah. Novakovic, exciting, young, learned a lot this year, and uh, I felt like so. Like I watched, obviously, I watched the games all year. I felt like he just missed, you know, a slice of luck, the rub, rub of the green, whatever it is. Yeah, he could have had like a, a fifteen goal season. Yeah, and I think yeah. next season he he could depend. Like yeah, Nesta knows what he needs, knows what he has to do with the team. He has more time to prepare, which is exciting. Yeah, full preseason with Nesta now. Yeah, obviously, um, the playoffs kind of dragged it in a bit, so maybe he doesn't. But Nesta has that kind of the the pull factor. 
I'm excited to see this season, and I I think uh, Novakovic is going to be a big part of his plan. Yeah, I mean, interestingly with Novakovic as well, is he hadn't played in Italy before, yeah. and it's been amazing to watch him. Like when he talked to us back in March, um, and he very much still kind of in that phase of, um, because coronavirus very much in the lockdown, still kind of thinking about the past and all that stuff. And we were asking him, I know, but like, <laughs> didn't feel like he had fully settled in. Yeah. But now, um, when you see him and he's with the lads and he's... Italian like, interviews. Ita- he's doing interviews in Italian. I love Italian's that. He, he speak, no, you know, he speaks Italian the way I do. Like, he, like, it was just great. There was, like, one point where, like, the interviewer was, like, asking questions and I understood what was happening. And then the interviewer asked a question and I was like, I don't know what he's saying. And I looked at Novakovic's face and I was like, he doesn't know what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> and then Novakovic said, sorry, I don't understand. In Italian, I'm sorry, I don't understand. So, you know, he's, he's settling in. I'm excited. I'm excited for that one coming up Yeah, so watch out for Novakovic because I think he's going to be... He could be the striker next year. Yeah. I mean, he's... Uh, he's uh, Here's the one for you. He's American-Serbian, right? So he's Serbian par- parentage and he, from America. American uh, symbol is the eagle. I think the Serbian symbol is the eagle as well. I'm not quite sure. But we could call him the eagle among the lions. Oof. And he was Operation Eagle to get him on the podcast. That's right. There you go. There you go. Oh, isn't there, isn't there a... a uh, like an ancient uh, mythological animal, which is like a mix between—is it the griffin? It's an eagle and a lion. Is that what a griffin is? Yeah, it's a mix of an eagle and a, and a lion. Okay, there we Could go. Be a, maybe with a snake's tail. I don't know. We're gonna call him the griffin. <laughs> the griffin. The griffin. <laughs> so watch out for the griffin uh, <laughs> next year. <laughs> next year. We need to find out what that is in Italian. Oh yeah. Can I do it real quick on the? Do it right now, live. Okay. Do it live, because that could be. It um, could sound cooler. Okay. Uh, griffin. I'm googling it. Is that how you spell it? It's a... Uh, yeah, it's it's the body of a... Uh, oh, I meant the Italian translation. No, I'm just looking. And oh, sorry. Yeah, it's an eagle and, and a lion. Okay, so let's have a look. Uh, and where do I find it? Translate. <laughs> Is they going to have it for like mythical... Yes. They are? Yes. Okay. Uh, English, please. To Italian. This is some um, high quality. This is the stuff the fans have been missing. This is what you don't get on other podcasts. I don't know if I know any podcasts, or maybe not on any other podcast. <laughs> um. Oh yeah. Oh don't. No, I've heard of this before. It's Griffone. Il okay. Griffone. Why have you heard of it? Before? Because there's a there's a there's there's a team or there's something. A team that. Uh, yeah. yeah, I, yeah th- okay. I think so. There must be Griffone. Yeah, Il Griffone. That's what we call him. That's, yeah, that, there we so go. So when people shout, like, next season you hear people shout from the stands, L'Americano, they're going to be shouting, Il Griffone, because he's a mix of an eagle and a lion. You know, I'm down for it. That's the new nickname. Nova, that's your nickname. That's your new nickname. You're the Griffin now, my friend. Il Griffone, Andrea Novakovic. Um, that'd be so cool if that stuck. Get that going, listeners. Listeners, let's get, get that it going. going. Let's get that on Instagram. Let's get it on Twitter. Let's, let's get, get it trend. everywhere. <laughs> let's get it everywhere. Um, Stop the press. Other, other news. Um... Nesta stays. Uh, there was talk that Nesta may join his former teammate uh, Andrea Andre. Pirlo uh, in the Juve dugout, but no, yeah. he's staying with Frosinone to continue his project. That's exciting. Yeah. The idea of like stability is exciting. The idea of not having to learn to love again. Yeah, like Nesta being like, no, like, I, I like it. I, I like, I love. It. There's a lot to that. Like, I think the playoffs definitely helped. I just think that's exciting. I think he has some new ideas. I think the playoffs, again, I think Nesta kind of mirrored our journey as well, where he was like really just down. Like he looked dumps. lost on he the He looked side. lost. He looked then, sad. And it, he kept seeing, eventually he kind of like started to turn to his bench more, like his little friend, the yeah. assistant coach. I don't know the assistant coach's name. I'm so sorry. But Nesta's little friend, we call him. And uh, 
I, I feel like Nesta would have gone if we gone out early in the playoffs, but he, he saw what we saw. Potential. Potential. Talent. Mm, commitment. And you know what? It, it, that, this is why Camino Chano's goal was so important. Like That really did galvanize the whole... We're, like, like, we're giving that the first Sean a goal of the season. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Goal of the decade. <laughs> um, okay, so Nesta's staying. That's good as well. Yeah, bit of stability. A bit more of a project. He has time. He has big pull being an Italian legend to get some some players on loan from, from yeah. other teams. And yeah, he, he, he has looked at the squad for a full year. He kind of, hopefully now he knows at least what he's missing. Yeah. And he can build upon it. So that, that is exciting. That is exciting. Um, so that's a bit about the football review. But let's talk about the podcast in review, Enzo. We started this podcast October. nearly a year ago. Yeah. yeah. September 2020. Now we started October 2019. Um, what is your feeling on, on where we've come? I think if you listen to it, you know, if you were a new listener and you've just listened to it fully start to finish. If you binged it, like. If you binged it, yeah. I think you, you see, you might, I think you've seen a lot of progression. Absolutely, yeah. I think, yeah, I think it's been good. We definitely built a, a miniature community of English-speaking Frosinone fans, which was, was the, the goal. Yeah. From from all parts of the world. Yeah, we've had people from uh, Canada, from the USA, from... Um, Turkey from turkey from france australia australia um italy italy everywhere you know it really is it's been great i've enjoyed it it's been a really I, it's been an amazing experience like when we started the podcast we didn't really have any expectations as to, we didn't know what it would be we'd never done a podcast before no. really um so and in the meantime we've come i think we've come a long way production wise it sounds better now than it used yep. to you're um, killing it on that it's uh it's been really interesting to build this kind of community and we have some plans we want to do, you know, there's stuff we want to do. We've had, we've had Nova on the show and we started building a little bit, the relationships and the, the brand recognition. In the meantime, I don't know if anyone knows this, but oh, you want to say something? We got the signed journey Jersey from the Jersey. Yeah. He was commenting on the Instagram, everyone, you know, a lot of players have followed us. It's stuff like that. I, th- I think, yeah, we, we've kind of established ourselves. I mean, from when we started, let's not, not give ourselves the credit here the the frozenoni account set up an english account yeah a month or two started before yeah a month or two after we we started ours so yeah we made some waves i think i think we did and i think we can be proud of that um and again there was the same dip after during coronavirus is really hard how are we going to do this we did the the brush of shone munching podcast for a while that was kind of really fun as well like um with the german football and then these playoffs kind of were uh, <laughs> these playoffs were like a chance for us to I don't know to, to 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 get regain a bit of pride not just in the team but in the podcast as well. Yeah, to boost the spirits again, be happy again. Now, in the meantime, Enzo, you and I have started a different podcast. Yeah, uh, called Soccer Cards United. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, basically, this new podcast that we have is all about um, uh, soccer card or soccer sticker collecting. People will probably to list listen to this show will know it best from say the panini calciatori stickers you may have had when anyone in italy was young or maybe even now they still collect them um but that's a huge big thing it's blowing up right now we're doing a podcast all about it so if you want to hear more of jason and enzo every week that's a weekly podcast yeah and um, that's going well that's been going very well i think this this podcast helped us with that i don't think i think it's absolutely true to say this podcast set us up for success yeah elsewhere and we did what we accused Nesta of doing. 
yeah, we, we were like, Nesta, you, you're just using this Frosinone thing as a project to prove yourself. Then you're going to go to somewhere in Syria. That's what we've done. We're in Syria? We're in the Syria of podcasting now. It's Soccer Cards United. <laughs> and um, we're still going to do the Frosinone. Yeah. Um, don't worry. We're not going to forget our roots. We're not quite sure. We're, we're always going to talk about Frosinone. We can't not talk about it. We made, it, we made a logo us. for our new podcast. It's, uh, it's blue, yellow, and uh, white. Yeah. We can't get away from it. We have to give the subtle, not so subtle head nod. So we're still going to do the... And we still want to make a trip to, to Italy. The coronavirus obviously impacts yeah. that stadium being blocked. You know, We'll be that. over in Frosinone next year. We have big plans still. So the podcast will probably move to every second week or every month or something like that. Um, and it'll be kind of more of a, more of a roundup uh, edition than a, than a week-to-week thing. So obviously we know people here have enjoyed the, the weekly listenership, but we've... <laughs> Frosinone, we have to acknowledge, is a small club. Uh, in ter- not in terms of, of heart or in terms of stature. We're huge, we're lions, you know. Some of us are griffins even. But um, in terms of just physical numbers, um, we've tried our best to grow the awareness of the, of the club over the last year. And we've done, we've done little bits here and there. Um, but we, don't, we can't basically commit to a weekly podcast uh, for an audience the size we have. We love our fans. We know most of you guys personally. Um, but It's basically, yeah, starting new jobs as well. Yeah, starting a new podcast and a few other things that we are planning in the way. So we're not going to scrap it all together at all. We could never do that. No, but we can't. You can't time commitment to one a week. And if we did, it would be like a twenty minute a week kind of thing. Yeah. So we're going to just probably stick to maybe one every two weeks, one every three weeks, one every month, something like that. Mm. And it'll basically just be like we'll catch up on the previous, uh, you know, gaps, uh, progress for us. Not only catch up on ourselves, talk to our if anyone wants to send us stuff and like talk to our communities about that but like yeah. yeah and we're still planning like the big the big trip to frazinone like we yeah still we're, we're not finished with frazinone no because we're, we're still frazinone Shone. fans yeah we're, we're, never, we're never not gonna be no so we still like, we're still gonna watch all the matches yeah so i think it'll be kind of a month if it's monthly it'll be like monthly roundups but there, there's gonna be you know plans in place yeah some bonus content we still want to go to frazinone make a bit of make some video content you yeah. know try and like because but there is something special about this club yeah um, and it's our roots yeah we played it's our podcasting roots for you it's your little roots yeah i think it's good like that even doing another podcast if there is something crazy that happens in the frosinone sphere we have our equipment ready we're still have our time slot to meet every week oh yeah we can still do it you know there's, if, there's, if there's breaking news yeah if there's something huge we can cover it. uh so don't worry about that and, and thanks for sticking with us everybody now that's that's the main thing thank you for yeah everyone. It's, huge it's, thank you to everyone that reached out and followed us listened every week it's been incredible like you don't because we started from nothing from zero yeah and it's very hard to go from zero to something. Yeah, and we have something now. No, but especially with something so small like this, it's so difficult to really go from nothing to yeah. like getting people. Like any, a lot of people like Brandon when he when he heard us, and there was another person as well. I think from the state said like, when I found this, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, like you don't go looking for this. You know what I mean? No, you kind of yeah, end yeah. up seeing it. And that was obviously ourselves trying to get our name out there. And just when people found it, we're happy to hear that they found something that was like they considered to be kind of high quality about this specific thing you know yeah so just thank you so much for having support and we hope you will hope you'll stick with us if we go monthly and um, do stick with us and uh, i mean it's free we're not charging anybody yeah so um we hope you stick with us or and if not it'll be an excuse for me and you to talk nothing but frozenone for an hour every month anyway so maybe more maybe more now time for um the season preview do you want to do this in two episodes or or one episode i'm not sure we just power on maybe we could if we did it as two, that's kind of like, I think it's better for the fans. Okay, so I'll tell you what, we're going to end this one now. Yeah. This is the 2020, 
this 2019-2020 season review. Mm-hmm. We're going to call it time there. Player of the year. Salvi. Guest of the year. Novakovic. And thank you to all the fans. Thank you to all the friends. What's up? No, nothing. Um, moment of the year, Chano's goal. Chano's goal. Goal moment, of the season. Podcast moment of the year, I would say probably Novakovic coming on and then also the jersey. The jersey, yeah. The jersey was funny because I wanted to buy it and I, I didn't get it. Yeah, I bought it. I have it. Oh, right. Um, I wore it recently on a on a video. I know. I was beside you. Um, listen, I, I it was a great year despite the bittersweetness of it all. It was a successful year. You'd much rather be a Frosinone fan than a Kievo fan, you know, in, in this situation. Much yeah. rather be a Frosinone fan than a Shitadella fan in any situation. You'd much rather be a Frosinone fan than a Portinone fan. I'd much rather be a Frosinone fan than a Spezia fan. I don't want to get promoted on a draw. No. I'm a little bit jealous of Benevento other than that. Yeah, apart from Benevento, no. Uh, Crotone, they were all right, but... Yeah. Good luck in Serie A, says me. Good luck in Serie A. We'll see you in a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> see you in one year. See no, yeah, no, see you in a couple of years. <laughs> see you in a couple We have to go up and go We've, back Yeah, we're going up. You're going down. Yeah, yeah. Okay, right. Wait. What was that? Oh, that's a preview. I was going to talk about the people coming into the league. We'll talk about it next time. All right, I'm sorry. So this is just coming out on Monday. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, everyone, for listening. This has been the Frozzy Show now for 2019-2020, the inaugural season. We'll see you in a little while, somewhere down the road. Forza. Frozzy